0: Love, talk Radio
1: You are listening live to Aquatic Wetline Radio Show with your host, the aquatic man himself, Aqua Alex. The aquatic Wetline is the one-stop radio show for everything freshwater, including cichlids, catfish, oddballs, tacos, and much more. Plus we will be discussing saltwater and reptiles. Aquatic Wetline is your original fish keeper podcast that started it all for the fish keepers. What is on the aquatic discussion tonight? Let's dive down into the Aquatic Wetline headquarters and find out. Here's your host, Aqua Alex. Take it away, Alex. The Aquatic Wetline is brought to you by Aquari Tales USA. School of Fish, Ink, Fish Friendly Tropical Fish, and Blue View Aquatic. Don't forget to, head to your local fish store or pet shop to pick up some Hikari products, such as our famous Hikari Bio-Pure Frozen Food, which include delicious treats such as bloodworms, mysis shrimp, brine shrimp, and more. If you live in western Massachusetts, be sure to stop by School of Fish, Inc., and Fish Frenzy Tropical Fish for the finest quality in freshwater and saltwater livestock, fish tanks, and more. Now, let's get on with the podcast. Remember, you can download Nate's podcast via iTunes or by simply going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash aquaalex. Now, Alex, take it away. You are listening to the live
2: Austrician speakers' outline of Bored at Wetline. And yes, your host is Austin Allen. Aquatic Wetline is the only key speaker podcast dedicated to those who love, feed, and reigns Oxford Austricians are one of the most popular things in the freshwater hobby, and Allen will be dedicating a whole entire series just to the Austricians. Today we have a show on the Aquatic Red Line, to and presented to you by the awesome Chippin' People Group on Facebook. If you keep the raised, go ahead and join in this wonderful group, with over 200 awesome Austin Chippin' members right now. More joining us today, so why not join this awesome group right now? Where is the Tidal? We at
0: Austin,
2: Austin. even a a line will discuss them all. Call in at 1-347-989-8142 to ask any of the specific questions or join the chat. Now let chat
3: Hello everyone and welcome to the Aquatic Wetline, your one stop for anything and everything freshwater fish. How are you guys doing today? Thank you so much for joining us on the Aquatic Wetline. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day. I really appreciate you guys stopping by and listening to this great episode. Now I've got a great show for you today. I'm debuting a brand new series ...here on the Aquatic Wetline, and I'm really excited about it. Today, I'm debuting the Oscar Cichlid Keepers Hour here on the Aquatic Wetline. I love Oscars, and I look forward to hosting a whole entire series of shows for Oscar cichlids. Now, you're probably wondering, what is a series? Well, a series is a number of shows which comes in order, so a series could be about anything, so there's going to be a number of shows on Oscars, so I can't wait to uh, start that today, there's going to be at least six to seven, maybe even eight to ten episodes on Oscars, now I know I have done a few episodes on Oscars before here on the Aquatic Wetline, but I felt that we never gave an In-depth information on the Oscars I felt that there was some information that was left out On our first two Oscar shows And I like to go over everything about Oscars So I figured I'd start a new series on Oscars And that way I can get all the information out there That I want Because simply talking about one fish for an hour or two Is fun but sometimes when I get all the necessary information out of it, so I'm happy to announce I've now got a whole series to talk about Oscars for. So I don't have to I don't have to pack everything into one show. I can spread it out into several shows, which is great. Now the inspiration behind this show is because I love Oscars. And I have been keeping them my whole entire fish-keeping career, or my whole entire fish-keeping hobby. And I want to give back to those who are interested in Oscars, and I want to teach you guys about Oscars from what I know. And the second reason why I created this series is because I've got a very popular Facebook group called Oscar Secret Keepers. And this this series is based off of that group. That's right, this is a group-exclusive radio show for my wonderful group, Oscar Cichlid Keepers, with my wonderful administrators. So if you follow Facebook, if you're on Facebook, go ahead and join that great group that I have created with me and my wonderful admins. It's called Oscar Cichlid Keepers, and I look forward to seeing you on my group. All right. So Basically, this series is going to be a couple of weeks to a couple of months long. It's going to be a fun series. I hope you guys enjoy learning about Oscars. We're going to talk about everything from the care of Oscars to raising Oscars to the different species and genre of Oscars. And, um, everything you need to know about Oscars. Believe it or not, there are many different species and geniuses of Oscars out there. And you guys are going to be shocked to find out how many species of Oscars there are. And we'll get ready to talk about that in our Oscar Cyclic Keepers Hour show. So, I hope you guys are ready to learn about Oscars. Now, tonight we are going to do a basic overview of Oscars. We're going to go ahead and get this series started by providing a basic overview and going over some of the basic things. We're not going to get too in depth because I want to say some of these things for a specific topic on its own show, but we're going to give a basic overview. Today, I'm going to have a discussion on Oscars and why I got interested in Oscars. I'll have a brief discussion on how to care for Oscars, and we'll have an Oscar chat, and we'll have fun talking about Oscars. So we've got a lot to talk about tonight. Now, I do my shows live, and I love to get callers. So if I have any fellow Oscar lovers listening live, please go ahead and call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. 989 8142 That's one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. 989 8142 You can go ahead and call in and ask any questions you have on Oscars or share why you love Oscars. I want to find out from you why you like Oscars or why you love Oscars. And tell us about the Oscars you are currently keeping. Right now, one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. You can call in any time during the show. I would love to hear from you, Oscar Fishheads. All right. Well since we've got a lot to discuss tonight, we are going to go ahead and get started. And we've got our first caller of the evening. And I know who this is, so I'm very excited to bring him on. Hi, you're now live on the Aquatic Wetline. I thank you for calling in to the very first episode of Oscar Secret Keeper's Hour on the Aquatic Wetline.
4: Yes, how are you doing, Alex?
3: I'm doing great, sir. How are you doing tonight, sir, Jeff?
4: Not bad. I just thought I'd call in and say I'm excited about the new Oscar series. And I had a couple of things I'd like to ask you about the Oscars, your thoughts on
3: Okay, sounds great. I'm ready to answer them. I'm looking forward to it as well.
4: Okay, the first thing is I've been seeing a lot, a lot of videos on YouTube of people just, they go to their fish store, they buy a whole bag of 10 feeder fish, and they just dump the whole bag with the water in their tank, and that really bugs me. And I was just trying to see what your thoughts were on that.
3: Yes, that's actually something that really bugs me as well. As you know, I have repeated this several times on the aquatic wetland before, I really am against the feeding of goldfish to Oscars. I feel that um, feeding goldfish to Oscars is just asking for your Oscars to get sick because goldfish carry lots of parasites and diseases. And besides that, feeder goldfish have no uh, nutritional value for Oscars. So it really does bug me to see people feeding goldfish to Oscars because there's plenty of better live foods that you could be feeding your Oscars. For example, crayfish or even some guppies or brine shrimp or live bloodworms and live blackworms are much better options to feed than Goldfish. I hate seeing people feed goldfish. I don't know why they feed goldfish, maybe because they're so cheap, but they can make your Oscar sick and any predatory fish sick as well. It's just not Oscars that I hate seeing people feed goldfish to. It's any predatory fish because goldfish are ick-bound and they tend to carry lots of diseases and parasites.
4: Yeah, and like like I was saying, I don't. I used to think it was funny, but like I wouldn't feed my Oscars. A live fish at all right now because they make quality foods that they'll get all the nutrition they need, and it'll be cheaper for you in the long run just to buy the quality food, so you don't have to buy the medicines to treat parasites or all that kind of stuff.
3: That's very true. And if you're going to feed live food, it's best to raise your own live food. You're not always guaranteed to run away from diseases and parasites by raising your own food, but certainly the the risks are. Decreased by raising your own live food
4: Awesome And the other thing that really bugs me And I want to get your thoughts on Or I've been seeing a lot of videos popping up And a lot that's been on there Of people like I I mean feeding your Oscar out of your hands is okay But I've been seeing people teasing them And making them jump up out of the tank And flop around and stuff That's just not good for the Oscar And I wouldn't recommend making them jump Just for fun
3: I agree with you on that That's actually quite stressful to the fish, and I wouldn't tease a dog, and the same thing can be said for an Oscar, because I feel Oscars uh, are as cool and as personable as dogs, and I think it's animal cruelty, even if it, even if it's a fish, I still think it should not be done, so I agree 100% with you on that.
4: Yeah, because I've seen a couple of videos of people just getting them to jump out, and they're just laughing, letting them flop around, and they finally catch it a minute later, and I just think it's stupid.
3: I agree. And one thing that I feel that people do to Oscars that is kind of stupid and shouldn't do is they actually pet their Oscars, which is very, very dangerous to the fish. You're removing some of their slime coat, which they need, and you could actually give them fin rot and some kind of disease. I don't think people should be petting their Oscars or their fish.
4: You know, okay, well, that was all I had that I thought I'd like to discuss. Well, I'll get back to listening, and I'm glad you're doing this great show and seriously.
3: Awesome. I'm, I'm glad I got you into the Oscars, too. Wasn't I a big inspiration in getting you into Oscars?
4: Yeah, when I seen Gizmo, that's what made me get one. And now I have three.
3: Oh, awesome. You like Oscars just like me. That's great.
4: Yeah, I was dealing with a... I did something stupid. I got a. I took a fish for someone that couldn't care for it and didn't even think about it and put it in my tank, and I had ick in my tank, and I just had to deal with that, and that was a big pain in the neck. So another thing you always got to do is quarantine your fish.
3: Very true, and and very true about Oscars, too. I, I quarantine Oscars as well.
4: Yeah, well, I'll let you get back to your great show, and I look forward to hearing what else you got to say. Thanks for having me.
3: You're welcome, and thank you so much for calling, and I appreciate your call.
4: Yeah, you have a nice night, Alex.
3: You too. All right, any any other Oscar fan is welcome to call in at one All right, so I'm going to go ahead and get started. And the first thing I would like to mention is why I like Oscars. Now, the first reason that I like Oscars is that they're actually a very personable fish. They've got a lot of great personalities. And they actually get to know their owners. After a while, they will recognize you. They will get used to you walking in the room. And they will want you to feed them. And the next reason why I like Oscars is I like their colors. Oscars come in a variety of colors. And they all are very cute, especially in the fish stores when they are an inch or two in length. And they are very cute. A lot of beginners are attracted to the baby Oscars, and that's okay, because if they get a proper size tank, they can keep Oscars. But we'll discuss that a little later on in the show. And the next reason why I like Oscars is they're a very hardy fish. They do get pretty big, but they're very easy to keep, and they are very cool to watch eat. And the final thing I like about Oscars is they've been around in the hobby for a while, and they've always been popular. I mean, everyone that has been in the aquarium hobby has at least heard about Oscars, let alone keep them. I know all the fish keepers that I spoke with have either kept Oscars or have thought about keeping Oscars or know about Oscars. So that is what I like about Oscar cichlids. And we've got another caller here on the Oscar Cichlid Keeper Hour on the Aquatic Wetline. Thank you for calling in. Hello, uh, uh, Oscar Alex.
5: This is William T. I just wanted to ask your thoughts on something about uh, predatory fish, including Oscars. Uh, Okay. have Have you ever heard of the term glass banging?
3: Yes, I actually have before. It's actually a term that Oscars and other monster secrets are very familiar with, and that is when they actually bang into the glass to either fight their reflection or get their owner's attention. So I think it's pretty cool of a monster fish to do that.
5: Well, I know there are some uh, hobbyists that actually uh, tap their glass with their fingers, creating the the fish to actually attack towards the finger that's tapping on the glass and I believe that this is dangerous for the fish and I'm just wondering what your thoughts on that practice is.
3: I agree with you. I think it could cause harm to the fish, especially some internal injuries and I actually don't I don't even bidding on the glass at all. Unless it's by accident because I'm afraid I was scared of the fish and I want to do as little stress to the fish as possible, so I agree with you on that. I actually think it's very very harmful to the fish if you do do that.
5: Yeah, because I've actually seen people create YouTube videos showing this practice, like as if it's totally cool, and uh, I've heard from one individual that this uh, glass banging was going on, that the uh, fish actually damaged its mouth and broke a tooth.
3: It sounds very possible. I I definitely wouldn't want to do that to the fish because I wouldn't want to hurt a beautiful fish. But it is possible for them to get injured.
5: Well, I want to thank you for having the show tonight on Oscars. You know, I'm not really an Oscar lover, but I have a female that's got her eye on me. (laughs) Oh, nice. So I just might be seduced. We'll see as the future takes its course. But you're doing a wonderful job on the show tonight, and thank you for accepting my call. Have a good night.
3: You're welcome, sir. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. Okay. All right, so thank you, William T. and Jeff, for calling in. And before the callers, we were—I dis- was discussing why I liked Oscar cichlids. Now, today, before I move on to my next topic for today's show, I had one of my friends over at the house, and he said to me, "Alex, why do you like Oscars? Oscars are kind of boring, and they get big, and they're kind of stupid-looking, and..." I didn't even know this person knew about fish, let alone being his friend for two, three three years. And um, I was like, wait a minute, how do you know these are Oscars? And then he said he had a 20-gallon aquarium. So I said, i got to see your aquarium. I want to see what you have because if you know what Oscars are, I've got a feeling you got Oscars. So I went to his house, and he had guppies, mollies, platies, and a betta. And I was like, wait a minute, you're calling my Oscars boring and ugly? Well, why don't you uh, introduce your guppies and your platies and your mollies and your betta to my Oscar tank and see how boring the Oscars are? Because I guarantee you, you'll see an Oscar chase those mollies and guppies around and they'll be running for their lives. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I had to share that with all my Oscar lovers out there. Uh, I, I love it when these small fish keepers like to tease us Oscar fish keepers, but they're too afraid to throw their guppies and their mollies and their platies in with our our Oscars. He actually changed the subject as soon as as soon as soon I mentioned that, so he, I could tell he was offended that I even suggested that, but I figured I'd share that with you. All right, now let's move on down to my next topic. I figured I'd throw some fun into today's show. I want to discuss right now why I think Oscars should be kept at least once by freshwater fish keepers. The first reason why I think Oscars should be kept by freshwater fish keepers is because it's going to teach freshwater fish keepers how to maintain proper water conditions. That's right. Believe it or not, Oscars are going to teach you how to maintain proper water conditions because they get big, they eat a lot, they poop a lot, and they need lots of water changes. And by keeping Oscars, you're going to learn how to do regular water changes, and you're going to have fun. There is never going to be a time where you're going to say, I'm sick of my Oscar, because you're always going to... Like them. unless you put your Oscar in too small of a tank and it outgrows it, then you might get rid of them. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you guys about tank size for Oscars in just a bit. The second reason why I think fish keepers should consider keeping Oscars is because they're one of the most personable cichlids out in the market. They have a ton of personality. And they aren't as aggressive as some of the other larger cichlids out there. Sure, they can be considered semi-aggressive, but they are a cichlid after all. But they can live with other fish that are the same size as them or bigger. They will eat smaller fish. And the third and final reason why I think freshwater fish keepers should keep Oscars is to understand how big fish really work. By keeping Oscars, you will learn what big fish need, and you will learn why big fish are cool and interesting. It's easy for people who have small fish to say, ah, big fish are boring, big fish are stupid, they're too big to be kept in aquariums, but once you get an Oscar, you start to realize that big fish are kind of cool. And to some monster fish keepers, an Oscar really isn't a monster, because Oscars only reach about 12 to... 16 inches, but to me, Oscars are monsters because there's only monster fish that I could keep, and the only monster fish that I would ever want to keep because I wouldn't want a 2 foot paku, or a 5 foot arowana, or or, or a 6 or 7 foot catfish in my aquarium. I'm happy with a 12 to 16 inch. Oscar, and once you have kept an Oscar, you can say you've kept monster fish, and you're a monster fish keeper, and that's why I think people should be keeping Oscars if you're in the freshwater hobby, and if you've got a big enough tank, you can keep an Oscar for life. All right, so I figured I'd start this show off in a very, very fun way. Now, we're going to go into a basic overview for caring for Oscars because I want to save some of this great information for the series. But today, we'll start with a basic caring for Oscars. Oscars pretty much are a very, very hardy fish. They don't require specialty water, just really clean water. Now let's remember that Oscars come from South America. So, they're coming from a pH that is around neutral, 6.8 to 7.4, and they're coming from temperatures of about 68 degrees Fahrenheit to 72 degrees Fahrenheit. So, in the home aquarium, you should mimic a neutral pH, 6.8 to 7.4, and have a little bit of warm water, 68 degrees Fahrenheit to 72 degrees Fahrenheit. And you should always make sure your ammonia is at zero and that your nitrates are at proper readings because Oscars can get very sick and possibly die if the ammonia gets high and the nitrates go out of whack. Oscars will create a lot of ammonia because they do eat a lot. So it is very important for you to do a lot of water changes. For Oscars, I'd say um, a water change every other day is actually quite okay because they do eat a lot and they do create a lot of waste. So a lot of water changes is good for Oscars. Now another thing regarding the care for Oscars is overfiltration is the best. I say you should overfilter your Oscar tank because it is the best option in backing up all that waste that Oscars create. It actually helps counteract all that waste, but you still need to do lots of water changes. But overfiltration helps your Oscars grow the clearer your water, the faster your Oscars will grow. And I like to think that over-filtering your Oscar tank is going to help your Oscars grow quicker and live a happier and healthier life. So let's say, for example, you've got a 75-gallon aquarium. You want to filter your 75-gallon aquarium for 150 gallons or more. You could even do 300-gallon filtration systems in your 75-gallon aquarium because your Oscar is going to love it, and your Oscar will grow quickly. And if you're keeping one Oscar in a 75-gallon aquarium, it will live its full life happily and healthily in that aquarium. And it really is something that is very, very awesome. Now, caring for the Oscars is pretty much the same for caring for other fish, with the only exception being overfiltration being key in keeping Oscars, and doing lots of water changes. And Oscars are hardy enough to basically live with almost any kind of tank, may provide that it's not overly aggressive, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes here, and provided that it's not big enough, it's not small enough to be eaten. Now, the biggest thing I see when people are interested in Oscars is tank size. So, right now I'm going to go ahead and talk about tank size. Now, some people feel that for one Oscar, you need a 220 gallon aquarium. I saw someone on a Facebook fish group when someone asked what size aquarium do I need for an Oscar, and the person said you need a 220 gallon aquarium. And if you don't have a 220 gallon aquarium, Don't get an Oscar. However, I strongly, strongly disagree with this person. I think it's a little overkill. You you can easily do three or four Oscars in a 220-gallon aquarium. However, let's talk about one Oscar. In my opinion, for one Oscar, a 75-gallon aquarium works best. Now, you could grow your Oscar in a 55-gallon aquarium. Some people say a 55-gallon aquarium is fine for one Oscar. And at one point, I did agree that a 55-gallon aquarium would be fine for one Oscar. But after seeing a large 14- to 15-inch Oscar in a 55-gallon at a fish store in Connecticut, I was like, well, my theory just changed. So for me... I'd say the best size tank for one Oscar would be a 75-gallon aquarium because Oscars do get pretty big. Oscars grow to be about 12 to 16 inches, so they will need a pretty big tank, and a 75-gallon is a good start. You could also use a 90-gallon aquarium because a 90-gallon tank is a little bit higher, but it's the same depth as a 75-gallon aquarium. So basically, if you're going to be buying a 90-gallon aquarium, you are buying a 75-gallon aquarium that is just higher than a 75. And um, that's basically it for tank size, a 75-gallon aquarium for one Oscar. And if you wanted to do two Oscars, you'd do a 125, three Oscars, maybe a 180, and four Oscars, a 220. And later on in the show, we'll discuss... If you could house one, or excuse me, if you can house two or more Oscars together, all right, because that really is a topic that I feel needs to be discussed on our first episode of Oscar Secret Keepers. And actually, I had someone ask me if she could have two or three Oscars together, and I'm going to answer that a little later on in the show. Now, I want to go over feeding Oscars because this is something that is very fun for all fish keepers to keep in mind when they're considering keeping Oscars. Because Oscars are one of the easiest fish to feed, and they're actually very, very um, cool to see eat because they eat like pigs. So an Oscar is pretty much going to eat anything. Oscars aren't picky at all. Matter of fact, I've never, ever seen an Oscar refuse to eat unless it was sick. So some of the foods that I suggest you feed your Oscar would be a high-quality pellet, which could be from Hikari, New Life Spectrum or some of those great pellets from Omega 1. Just choose a high quality pe- pellet that is packed with protein. Now, live blackworms and live bloodworms are great for juvenile Oscars. You could also feed market shrimp. You could also feed earthworms. You could also feed some frozen bloodworms and you can also feed market shrimp tilapia And some other great stuff. And I discussed this earlier for our first caller. Some live foods that you could feed your Oscar would be crayfish, would be um, guppies. Avoid the goldfish because goldfish tend to pack a lot of diseases and things. Of that nature. So that right now is the overview of feeding your Oscar, and we'll do a whole entire show on the topic of feeding your Oscar. All right, we've got another caller here. Hi, you're now live on the Oscar Cichlid Keepers Hour on the Aquatic Wetline, and thank you so much for calling in.
6: Oh, I'm on. Yes, you are. Oh, good. Hey, I am a big fan of the Oscars. I currently house 18 in my fish room. Um, they are the ultimate wet pet. You, I do have to take one issue with you saying not to pet them. I feel if you keep clean water and your hands are clean, um, interacting with them, there's nothing better. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy it, and I, I feel they do because they come right to me to do it.
3: Well, that's interesting. I'm I'm glad to hear that you you have fun doing it.
6: Um, I also do. Uh, I have a large Midas that is another water dog. Um, they're they're the larger the cichlid, the more interactive they become.
3: That's true. You're right about that. I've noticed that with some of the larger cichlids, and that's why I like the larger thickwoods than some of the smaller cichlids because they're actually more interactive with their owners, and they've got great personalities.
6: Um, Where are you out of?
3: I'm actually in uh, Springfield, Massachusetts, unfortunately. The reason I say oh, unfortunately got, you... is because we've got a lot of snow up here.
6: <laughs> I'm just a little south from you in Buffalo, New York. I know all about the snow. Um. You've got a great show coming up there this year. The ACA will be having their annual convention in Springfield or Boston, that's right. I should say. That's if
3: right. you get I'm the chance,
6: if you get the chance, go. I would love to, but that's I'm allowed one show a year, and the OCA is my show of choice for the, of late. So, but just phenomenal. Um, the Oscars, you're right. Everybody should own one. At least once yes. in their lifetime,
3: I agree with you. I think oscars are one of the one of the best fish for the freshwater side of a hobby
6: in In your experience, what is the longest lived that you've that you personally had
3: for me the longest lived oscar that I've had was about four years, and that was actually oh. when i first when I first got into the aquarium hobby oh well,
6: i've I've got one right now that I've had for the last twelve years grungetta she's a veil tail um Treated right, they they are they're cast iron. They're they're you take care of your fish and you will have a lifelong friend.
3: That's very true. After four years, they gave my Oscar to my dad and then he had him for a while.
6: All right, you keep up the good work and uh, keep spreading the word. Let others know about the Oscars.
3: I will, and thank you so much for calling. And I appreciate your call. You, you did a fantastic job.
6: <laughs> thank you very much, sir. Have a great night.
3: You're welcome, and you too. Bye-bye. That was awesome. This is my third call. So three calls in one night is fantastic. See, Oscars are a a great fish. I'm really enjoying this show, and this series is going to be phenomenal. So thank you, sir, for calling in. Now let's discuss water changes for Oscars, and I hope you guys don't think I'm sounding like a, a broken record, but water changes are really important for Oscars because they do produce a lot of waste. And I'm not going to talk too long about water changes, because I'll save that for another theory, another episode in this series. But water changes for Oscars are going to accomplish two things. They're going to remove all the waste that the Oscar produces, and they're actually going to help your Oscar grow a little bit quicker, because you're actually replacing some of the older water with new water. And I'm actually going to go in depth with that, When um, I get into that episode of why water changes are important for Oscars But I figured I'd give a basic overview of that tonight Alright, and my last topic before we go into our first commercial break of the night Is actually a question that someone had sent me a direct message on Twitter And the question is, can a beginner have Oscars? That's actually a, a great question Yes, a beginner can have Oscars, provided that a beginner knows that Oscars are going to get about 12 to 16 inches in length, and a beginner is going to need to buy at least a 75-gallon aquarium. Yes, I said that, at least a 75-gallon aquarium, or um, a beginner could buy a 55 gallon aquarium and grow on an oscar or they can buy a 20 or 30 gallon aquarium and grow on an oscar but the problem that i have with that is people say oh i'm going to upgrade oh i'm going to upgrade but when the time comes they fail to upgrade and they're stuck with a big fish in a small tank And I've I've been unfortunate that I've had to be stuck in that situation before, but luckily I'm no longer in that situation. But I know sometimes life happens and you can't just upgrade, so it is kind of unfair to the fish. So if a beginner wanted to get into Oscars, I'd say go out and buy a 75-gallon aquarium or a 125-gallon aquarium right away so that your Oscar will immediately be happy in his permanent home. Now the next thing I'd say to a beginner, if they were going to keep Oscars, was to research Oscars. Research how much work they're going to require, because they are going to require, like I said earlier, lots of water changes and a good water, uh, good water conditions, and they're hardy. So yes, Oscars are good for beginners as long as. You adhere to a bigger tank, and you keep your water clean. And they'll pretty much eat just about anything. And it's to pretty much eat about anything and the hardiness of an Oscar that makes me say they are good for beginners. Now, here's where it gets controversial. Most beginners aren't really going to be able to afford a 75-gallon aquarium or under twenty five gallon aquarium brand new, But they can go on Craigslist and find a 75-gallon aquarium or 125-gallon aquarium. Really, really, really cheap, and you can get it that at good prices. It really is amazing how much stuff has gone down on Craigslist for big tanks. So, yes, a beginner can keep Oscars. And I've actually helped a beginner keep and raise two beautiful Oscars. And I'm very proud of him. He's actually my best friend. I've actually helped him after 1989. Jeff raised two beautiful Oscars, and now he's got a third Oscar. And um, he saw my Oscar and was very interested in it. So Jeff proves to you that beginners could keep Oscars, because Jeff was a beginner when he first got into Oscars. And he has raised two show-stopping Oscars. And if you don't believe me, go on to his YouTube channel, slash Master1989, and you can see his show-stopping Sexy Oscars there. They are one of a kind, and I really do recommend you guys check out his Oscars, because they are very, very beautiful, and I really do enjoy looking at his Oscars all day. I've seen this video about... Ten times already because his Oscars Are very nice So check out Flashmaster1989 On YouTube His Oscars are great and he can prove to you That beginners can keep Oscars Now I'm actually in competition With another friend because William T as we all know His um, saying is That beginners could keep discus Well my saying As Oscar Alex is Beginners can keep Oscars (laughs) All right, so I had to throw some more fun into tonight's show. Well, this has been a great start. To today's show already. Three great callers and a great start to the show with some topics. We are now going to hear a word from our sponsors and take a quick commercial break. This commercial break is being sponsored by Yikari Sales USA, School of Fish Inc., Fish Randy Tropical Fish, Fish Geeks, the online Facebook fish group, the International Aquatics Association, Dakota Aquatics Plus, Aquatics Euphoria, Epiphany USA, and Jambox. Now, Hikari wants me to remind you that they have some delicious food for your Oscars, such as Hikari Cichlid BioGold Pellets and Hikari Carnivore Sticks. School of Fish, Inc. wants me to remind you that they have plenty of Oscars in stock for you right now, starting at just $5.99. They have beautiful wild-caught Oscars right here in School of Fish Inc. in Springfield, Mass. for $5.99, and they are very beautiful. If I had a bigger tank, I'd snatch up a wild-caught Oscar, and I might I might just well snap up snap up one pretty soon. And School of Fish Inc. is having a huge five-year anniversary sale this coming weekend, where you've can buy a 75 gun aquarium for just $98, and a 125 gun aquarium for just $350, I believe. So check out the School of Fish, Inc. five-year anniversary sale this weekend, Saturday, February 8th, and Sunday, February 9th, the School of Fish five-year anniversary sale. All right, so let's hear from our sponsors, and coming up next, we're going to talk about a Bible Oscars. And the dreaded question, can I keep more than one Oscar together, and much more. So we'll see you after our commercial break, my friends.
0: Hikari offers a wide selection of aquatic diets to help you and your fishy friend find success. With more than 137 years of aquatic experience, Hikari was the originator of species-specific diets
1: long before others thought it was important or trendy and the first to bring unique products to fish keepers like Algae Wakers, the world's first diet specifically formulated
0: for Percocinus. MicroPellets, the world's first micro-coated aquatic diet for tropical fish. Saki Akari, the world's first probiotic-enhanced diet for koi, goldfish, cichlid, and now turtles. And BioPure, the world's cleanest and most nutrition-packed frozen and freeze-dried foods, industry trendsetters when they were first
3: introduced. When you're looking for the best aquatic diets your hard-earned money can buy for your aquatic pets, look no further than Hikari. Your fish and your wallet will be forever
5: grateful. School of Fish, Inc. offers everything an aquarium hobbyist in western Massachusetts needs. We offer the best alive stock from freshwater to saltwater and everything in between. We also have the best corals and live rock. School of Fish, Inc. carries the best brands of fish, food, medications, and equipment such as Hikari, Tetra, Marineland, API, and much more. Stop by and check us out today. School of Fish, Inc. located at 1865 Page Boulevard, Springfield, Massachusetts. And we can be reached at 413-543-1994. We're open Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, closed Tuesdays. Check out School of Fish, Inc. That's School of Fish, Inc. See on Facebook for exclusive deals, specials, and see what's new.
0: Fish Frenzy Tropical Fish is a fish store located in South Hadley, Massachusetts. Fish Frenzy offers the finest in freshwater and saltwater livestock, aquarium equipment such as Marineland, Aquian, and Flaval. Fish foods such as Hikari, Tetra, and more. Fish Frenzy has moved to a new location to get many more awesome fish in. Fish Frenzy has the cheapest prices in town for fish. Go check out at the court at Fish Frenzy and you will not be disappointed. Fish Frenzy is located at 14 Main Street in South Hadley, Massachusetts. You can reach at the court at Fish Frenzy at 413-536-7700. And at Fish Frenzy looks forward to serving you the Western Mass Fish Keepers.
7: Fish Geeks is an online Facebook fish group that is dedicated to the aquarium hobby. We have thousands of members who all love this aquarium hobby. All of our members are a fish geek one way or another. If you are serious about this hobby and love fish, then come join our group on Facebook you fish geek. Type in the search bar on Facebook Fish Geeks and click join.
0: We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Do you need advice on planted tanks? Do you need advice on community tanks? Do you need advice on cichlids? Do you need advice on discuss? Do you need advice on salt water tanks?
2: We'll get over to the IAA channel now. We can help you with planted tanks, salt water tanks, community tanks, filtration. DIY, lighting, dosing, CO2, discus, angelfish, German blue rams, African cichlids, and any other community fish. Subscribe to the IAA channel today. Thank you, IAA.
1: Dakota Aquatics Plus is the next best aquarium-keeping show here on Blog Talk Radio. Your host of this show. Andrew will dive deep into the topics of freshwater and saltwater fish, reptiles, and other pets. Dakota Aquatics Plus is live every Saturday and is a show that you will enjoy. So check Andrew out. blogtalkradio.com forward slash Dakota Aquatics Plus.
2: Aquatic Euphoria, a podcast about fish. All things
0: fish and everything fish. Let William T. and his co-hosts dive deep into your tank and come up a great fish species, topic for a great show. Check out Aquatic Euphoria today for an enjoyable fish show. William T. and his co-hosts do it all. Saltwater, freshwater, yes, plants and even specials on other interesting topics. Surf over there, right after this wonderful show here on Blog Talk Radio.
7: Did you know that William T. has a new podcast on Blog Talk Radio? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, kids. Teens and in-betweens. Epiphany is a podcast about revelations, sudden awarenesses and innuendos. William T. will discuss topic by topic, week by week or maybe day by day. You never know with William T. This podcast is controversial at best, interesting at least. Come join William T. at www.lobstockradio.com forward slash epiphany USA. Come hear what all the hype is about. William T. slam dunks his attitude with rants, political slurs about governmental blunders, world events, and where this world is headed from a revelational point of view. See if this podcast don't grab your fancy. Come on. What are you waiting for? Come sit beside William T. and take part in a podcast that promises to be inviting, action-packed, and just plain crazy at times. Come hear some senseless jargon and an attitude from the shrewd dude from South Carolina. The old man of mayhem, William T. Come on, be brave and go there right now. Well, wait until this show is over first, though.
4: Choosing guitar accessories can be expensive and time-consuming, but it doesn't have to be. Jambox will deliver the necessities right to your front door. Jambox is great for players of any age and all experience levels. Try new brands, new products, and get your jam on. Order a Jambox today at www.jamboxcanada.ca. Hey, live listeners of
3: the Aquatic Wetline. Did you know you can call in live right now to ask any fish questions or join tonight's fish chat. Just simply dial 1-347-989-8142. You may ask any fish questions you might have or chat with us about tonight's subject. You can also ask our guests any questions you might have as well. So go ahead and call in one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Please go to a quiet location and turn off the speaker on your phone. Please wait until we see your call and bring you live. But so go ahead and call in one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Give us a holla if you hear us.
0: You are now tuned in to the one and only fishkeeping podcast on Blog Talk Radio that started it all. With over 100 episodes, the aquatic wetline has something for you. What is Alex going to discuss next? Let's get back to the show to find out. Remember... You can call in any time at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. 989
3: 8142 Now, back to Aqua Alex. And we're back here live on the Aquatic Wetline. And today we are debuting our brand new series here on the Aquatic Wetline called Oscar Cichlid Keeper's Hour. And we're having a fantastic episode thus far. Now, before our commercial break, we had three wonderful callers, and we were discussing some important things to know about Oscars, such as the care for Oscars, tank sites for Oscars, and feeding Oscars. And now uh, we've got a lot more going on for Oscar Cichlids. Now, don't forget, you can call in if you want at one three four seven nine eight nine. Eight one four two. If you want to join today's show, you can go ahead and call in to ask any Oscars sickly questions you might have Or discuss what you like about Oscars 1-347-989-8142 Alright, well, so let's get back into it Now another question that I had on Twitter via direct message was... Are albino oscars natural, or are they man-made? Well, I've got two answers for you for that one. The first answer is the traditional albino oscars, the ones that have red eyes, are actually natural. A lot of the oscars, albino oscars are natural. Matter of fact, 95% of the albino oscars are natural. Just like any other fish or any other animal, there is a abinalism, so the albino Oscars are natural. So, yes, the albino Oscars are natural. However, unfortunately, there are some man-made Oscars. So part two to your question is, yes, there are some man-made Oscars, and these would include the short-bodied Oscars, the blueberry, strawberry, and lemon Oscars, as well as the long fin and veal tailed Oscars. So, I'm actually not that big into man made fish, but they are kind of nice looking. I'm more into the natural fish. However, there are some man made Oscars as well. So, I hope that answers your question. But the typical albino Oscar is natural. But the strawberry, blueberry, short body, or veal tail, or um, long finned are man made. However, I do like the long finned Oscars. They are a very nice Oscar. And they're probably the only man made Oscar that I would personally keep because they do look kind of nice. But the problem with long fin Oscars is you've got to be very careful with what tank mates you put them with, because when a fish sees long fins, they sing dinner, 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 and I hate to see a long-finned Oscar lose its beautiful colors and lose its beautiful fins from being nipped at. So I hope that answers your great question. Now, the next question I've got was from a Facebook message, and it was from a beginner. Believe it or not. And this person wants to know: Can I keep more than one Oscar together? A great question, and that seems to be a common issue when people are first getting started into Oscars. Can I keep more than one Oscar together? Yes, you could keep more than one Oscar together. They aren't aggressive and Let's just let me back up there. They're not as aggressive as, let's say, uh, Manigwenson or Jack Dempsey or some of the other cichlids out there where you can only have one per tank. Oscars will still fight, but not as bad as other cichlids. They'll eventually learn to get along with each other. But you could have more than one Oscar together in the same aquarium. However, You must keep in mind that Oscars are going to get pretty big. They are going to get 12 to 16 inches in length. So what are you going to do with two, three, maybe four Oscars in a 75? You're going to need a huge tank to keep more than one Oscar in an aquarium. So I like to say, if you're going to keep two Oscars, go at least a 125-gallon aquarium. Three Oscars, you can do a 180, and four Oscars would do a 220-gallon aquarium. So, if you were interested in keeping more than one Oscar, like me, I'd get a 125, a 150, a 180, or a 220. Now, if I were to keep three or four Oscars, I'd keep a Tiger Oscar, an Albino Tiger Oscar, a Red Oscar, and albino red Oscar. That way you've got a variety of Oscars. You've got two tiger Oscars. You've got the one regular tiger, and you've got the albino tiger. You've got the red Oscar, and you've got the albino red Oscar. And you have to be careful with the wild Oscars. The wild Oscars are a little bit more aggressive than your your normal captive bred Oscars. And generally, a wild Oscar will not tolerate another Oscar in its aquarium. So if you were to keep more than one Oscar together I would go with the um Tank Raised Captive Bread Oscars all right and that is something I would definitely keep in mind now I want to talk about something that I did a YouTube video on and I've got my most views ever on my on this video and this is my top 10 things to know about Oscars and you can find this YouTube video on my channel, Aqua Alex, on YouTube. So simply go on YouTube and search Aqua Alex and look for my top 10 things to know about Oscars video. And that had about 400 views. But I'm going to go ahead and tell you the top 10 things to know about Oscars on tonight's episode of The Aquatic Line. And some of these things we have already discussed, but I'll discuss it again. The first thing to you know about Oscars is that Oscars get big. And we know already that Oscars get 12 to 16 inches, and thus they will need a big tank. Oscars will eat anything. And yes, they'll eat the kitchen sink if they could. Oscars are not picky at all. <coughs> Excuse me, folks. The third thing to know about Oscars is that Oscars can get hole in the head, which is a very bad disease. And a matter of fact, a lot of the larger Oscars are very suitable and susceptible acceptable to hole in the head. So uh, if you are worried that your Oscar is going to get hole in the head, uh, make sure you do plenty of water changes and keep your water as clean as possible because there are two things to my knowledge that can cause hole in the head the first being poor water quality and the second being a poor diet so by providing clean water you are eliminating one of those reasons and and by providing a good diet by cutting out goldfish and providing plenty of protein you are reducing the risk of your Oscar getting hole in the head and hole in the head makes your Oscar look less attractive than um, a healthy specimen that is full-grown. I hate seeing Oscars that have hole-in-the-head because they lose their beautifulness and they look unattractive. Hole-in-the-head makes them look like a monster. So if you're going to be keeping Oscars, try to limit hole-in-the-head. And we're going to do an exact show on this series about hole-in-the-head and how to cure it if your Oscar does get hole-in-the-head. That will be later on in this series. Now, the next thing to know about Oscars is that Oscars are very hardy. Given a good diet and a big tank and good water conditions, they're easy to keep and they're very easy to love. I love Oscars and everyone that keeps Oscars loves Oscars. Now, the next thing to know about Oscars is that Oscars are available everywhere. Yes, you can buy uh you can buy an Oscar anywhere. Your local fish store, your local pet store, your PetSmart, your Petco, or even Walmart. But that's where it gets controversial because Walmart does not belong selling fish. But people are on the fence with Petco and PetSmart because some people say Petco and PetSmart should not sell fish as well. But Mike Pecco up here in Springfield, Massachusetts is pretty well, and they have their knowledge. Matter of fact, the manager of my local Pecco knows a lot about fish, and he knows his Oscars. He will not sell an Oscar to you unless you've got at least a 55-gallon aquarium, and he really, really stresses that. He'll walk you over to the aquarium section and say, you've got to get this 55-gallon aquarium. It's $55 today because of the dollar per gallon sale. And I've got to res- I respect that in him. He will not sell you an Oscar unless you've got a 55-gallon aquarium, even if it's a really small Oscar. He won't sell it to you, unless so you got 55, which is really respectable, in my opinion. But Oscars are available everywhere. So if you live in a small town, you can get an Oscar because almost all cities and towns in the United States have either a PECO or a PetSmart. And even your fish stores can get in Oscars for you. And even Jeff Rapp sells Oscars, tangled up on He often has Oscars in stock. Matter of fact, every time I go on his website he has Oscars. And matter of fact, if you're into the wild caught Oscars, Jeff Rapp sells Wild cut Oscars, which is pretty cool. I've actually thought about buying a wild cut Oscar when I knew I was getting back into Oscars, but then I went to my fish store and saw the little cute tiger Oscar and a little cute albino tiger Oscar. So I have my two Oscars right now, which are a juvenile two inch tiger Oscar and a juvenile two inch albino tiger Oscar. And I'm going to have a video for you on them uh, this weekend or this coming Monday. All right, moving on down to the next thing to know about Oscars. Oscars come in wide varieties. That's right, you've got tiger Oscars, you've got red Oscars, you've got albino tiger Oscars, you've got albino red Oscars, you've got long-finned Oscars, you've got veal-tailed Oscars, and you've got wild-caught Oscars. matter of fact, a lot of the astronaut species of Oscars aren't really considered an Oscar, but they're under the Astronotus species. And to me, any fish that is under the Astronotus species is an Oscar. But most generally, the Oscars you're going to find are often going to be Astronotus oscillatus, which is the common Oscar. And it's very hard to find a wild-caught Astronotus oscillatus um, if you do find the wild caught Osornatis oscillative, congratulations. But the closest things to a wild common Oscar is just that. An Oscar that is labeled wild type or common Oscar. And those actually are one of my favorite Oscars. Um, the wild type common Oscars. They resemble a wild cut Oscar, but they're not exactly a wild cut Oscar. They're they're used to um Captive, being captive bred They're used to being in aquariums And they're actually bred in aquariums Which is pretty cool Now the next thing you know about Oscars Is that large Oscars Have awesome personalities I've mentioned this before On today's episode And our first two episodes of Oscars Now here's something to understand When keeping Oscars If you plan on keeping Oscars You must understand this Large Oscars are hard to rehome. So if you plan on keeping Oscars, plan to keep them for life, like you would keep a dog. I am going to keep my two baby juvenile Oscars for life. I'm actually planning on getting them a 125, and I'm looking forward to upgrading them. It's like having puppies, but wet puppies or puppies in your fish tank because Oscars are like puppies. So you would not want to rehome a puppy or rehome a dog. Would you keep that in mind when you're going to be keeping Oscars? The next thing to know about Oscars is that Oscars come from South America and the Amazon. So they are a South American cichlid. And finally, Oscars can recognize their owners, especially during feeding time, and they will race in front of their tank to see if they're going to feed them. And that is what reminds me of wet puppies as I think of Oscars, because they act like a puppy almost. And that is the top ten things you should know about Oscars. And that was from my YouTube video on my channel, Aqua Alex. And I think you guys should go and check that out. It was a great, great video. And it really was something that I personally enjoyed. All right. Now the last thing I'm I'm going to discuss for tonight is some diseases that Oscars can get. We've mentioned hole in the head. But Oscars are also susceptible to ick, velvet, and parasites. Now, ick is possible for any fish, but I find Oscars get ick really quickly. But Oscars are one of the fish that heal from it quickly too. So if you treat your tank for ick with what I, like to, what I like to call quick here, um, you can really get rid of ick in your aquarium. Um and the quick here is a medicine made by API but actually, API just recently closed down, so QuickCare is no longer sold unless you go to your Walmart. But my Walmart was out of QuickCare, so I went to my local fish store, and he said that the the company that bought QuickCare has a new product which is sort of like QuickCare, just a little bit better, and that is called Corden Rid Ick Plus, which is what I'm using right now. And it is a dark blue coloration, very nice to look at. and it almost looks like a blue juice, like a blue Kool-Aid, but it's actually helping my Oscars when I do have Ick. And um I would suggest using this. This is a very strong Ick medicine and it's great for Oscars who or any fish in general that have Ick and that is cordon Rid Ick Plus. Plus, it is safe to use for catfish and focostomuses, I've got a Fedontis Europtus in here, and I've got a common focostomus picot- in my aquarium with my Oscars. And my severum has ick right now in my Oscar tank, and I put that Cordon Riddick Plus in there just so that my Oscars don't get ick, and that my catfish or my Pleco don't get ick. Oh, and by the way, I moved my fish tank in my studio room, my radio show room, so I'm looking right across my Oscars right now. So if you're hearing any filtration noise, that is actually my hang on the back filter running. And my Oscars are actually looking for food right now, which is pretty cool. I want you to know I'm talking about Oscars on the Aquatic Wetline tonight. They're over here, they're over here, swimming by the front of the glass. So I guess my albino Oscar and my tiger Oscar are happy to say hello to you guys. (laughs) All right. Well, I've covered pretty much everything for today's episode of Oscar Cyclic Keeper's Hour. I hope I give you guys a wonderful overview of Oscars. Now, again, if you're listening live and you have any questions on Oscars or you want to discuss Oscars, go ahead and call in at one 989 8142 That, again, is one 989 8142 we're going to go ahead and have some fun here on the Aquatic Wet Line. We're going to take our final commercial break, and we're also going to hear a music. We're going to hear a song, and the song is called Poker Face by Lady Gaga. So when we come back, we're going to wrap up the show and discuss what next week's Oscar topic will be. So stick around. We've got plenty more of the Aquatic Wet Line coming up after our final commercial break. Are you a fish keeper that has expertise in the aquarium hobby? Would you like to be interviewed on the Aquatic Wetline to discuss your favorite species of fish or share your aquarium hobby? We at the Aquatic Wetline are always looking for fun, exciting, and awesome guests. So if you're interested in speaking on fish or the aquarium hobby on the Aquatic Wetline, please contact Aqua Alex at... Aquatic Wetline at ellook.com. That's Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com. Or you can contact Fishkeeper James Carnelli. His email is Jimmy Silver arrow at AOL.com. That's Jimmy Silver A R O at com. So please contact Aquatic Wetline at ellook.com or Jimmy Silver Arrow at com if you are interested in being a guest on the Aquatic Wetline. Are you a fish keeper that has expertise in the aquarium hobby? Would you like to be interviewed on the Aquatic Wetline to discuss your favorite species of fish or share your aquarium hobby? We at the Aquatic Wetline are always looking for fun, exciting, and awesome guests. So if you're interested in speaking on fish or the aquarium hobby on the Aquatic Wetline, please contact Aqua Alex at Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com. That's Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com. Or you can contact Fishkeeper James Carnelli. His email is Jimmy at AOL.com. That's Jimmy Silver A R O at AOL.com. So please contact Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com or Jimmy Silver at AOL.com if you are interested in being a guest on the Aquatic Wetline. Do you own a local fish store in your area? Do you own an online aquarium shop? Well, contact Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com and get yourself a radio commercial advertising your business. The Aquatic Wetline is heard by over 200 people for each episode, so get your name out there. Please contact Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com. So we can advertise your business. We advertise fish stores, aquarium shops, YouTube channels, and anything in the freshwater and saltwater fish keeping hobby. So if you're interested in advertising your business, please contact us, Aquatic Wetline at outlook.com, and we will prepare you with an awesome commercial for this show.
2: The Aquatic Wetline is
0: now available to be listened to on Pitcher Radio. You can now listen to the Aquatic Wetline on your smartphone or tablet. Simply go to Pitcher.com and click on the search bar Aquatic Wetline Radio and you can download any of our episodes right on your smartphone. Now, switch to the smartphone or tablet and enjoy any of our awesome content.
7: Aquatic Wetline is now on iTunes. You can download any of our archived episodes on iTunes. You can listen to any of our past episodes on your ride to work or your long ride on vacation. Simply go to the podcast section of iTunes and search for Aquatic Wetline to find us. Enjoy!
3: Would you like to be a guest on the Fish Keepers United series? This series has become very successful after our first four episodes. I love interviewing fishkeepers. So, if you're a fish keeper and you're interested in asking Aqua Alex questions, and you're interested in Aqua Alex asking you questions, Please contact Aqua Alex so you can be booked on the Fish Keepers United series. Contact Aqua Alex at AquaticWetlineAtOutlook.com. That's outlook.com, Or you can message him on his personal Facebook account, Aqua Alex Cardinelli on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you on Fish Keepers United.
5: Would you like your tropical fish question answered live on our Fish Keepers United Question and Answer? Then send all of your tropical fish questions to aquaticwedline at outlook.com. You can ask any freshwater or saltwater questions you have. We look forward to answering your questions. So submit them to aquaticwedline at outlook.com. No question is too dumb. We'll answer them all. So send them in right now.
3: Would you like your fish questions answered live on our February Fish Keepers question and answer? Well, email your questions to aquaticwetline at outlook.com. That's aquaticwetline at outlook.com. You might ask any freshwater or saltwater questions you have. Or you can also tweet your questions to at AlexCardinelli1. That's Alex Cardinelli one on Twitter, and Cardinelli is spelled Cardinal with an E at the end. Or you can also message me your questions on Facebook. My Facebook account is Alex Cardinelli. I hope to answer your questions on the February Q&A live Thursday, February 26th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Get your questions in right now. AquaticWebLineNetwork.com. Alice Cornelli wan or Alice Cornelli on Facebook. Hey, fish heads, get ready because on my 150th episode of the Aquatic Wetline, I'm going to have prizes just for you. That's right, on the 150th episode of the Aquatic Wetline, Oscar Alex has prizes for you. You, the listeners of the Aquatic Wetline, can win prizes. So make sure you tune in and listen to every episode of the Aquatic Wetline leading up to our 150th episode, because on our 150th episode, you yes you could win a prize. I'm going to have tons of prizes from me and also from my sponsor Ikari Sales USA so you can win some fish food filters and things for your aquarium fish. So stick around our 150th episode is right around the corner and I can't wait to award you some prizes. So make sure you listen to the Aquatic Wet Line right here on Blog Talk Radio, BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash Aquel. Hey, listeners of the Aquatic Wet Line. This here is Alex Cardinelli, and I'm inviting you to be a part of my talk show, The Alex Cardinelli Show. On The Alex Cardinelli Show, we talked about everything from current news, to sports, to current events, to dogs, to politics, to everything you can imagine. So come join us at The Alex Cardinelli Show. We are live Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, we are live Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern, and we are live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern, the Oscar and show airs three days a week, Tuesday, Friday, and Sunday, with Friday being our current news episode, and Tuesday and Sunday will be our fun shows where we'll discuss anything and everything and have a fun guest on the show. So come check out the Alex Carnelli Show on Blog Talk Radio, BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash Crazy Alex Talks. Come on, come on! You know you want to be a part of this great talk show. So I'll see you at the Alex Carnelli Show, BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash Crazy Alex Talk. Bye. Bobca- aquatic wetline and we have been doing a fantastic show tonight we actually debuted Oscar's Secret Keeper's Hour here on the aquatic wetline today now before I actually recap and get ready to wrap up today's show I've got another live question from one of our live listeners and it's actually um, my good friend Jeff and he asked Oscars live in Florida, and yes, Oscars do live in Florida, which is actually pretty cool. And um, Jeff was asking me, if I lived in Florida, could I actually go out and catch a wild Oscar in Florida and raise him in my aquarium? Yes, you could actually go out and catch an Oscar in Florida. However, I would personally quarantine that fish because I'm not sure what kind of parasites or diseases the wild Oscar has in Florida. But I would quarantine him until you feel the Oscar is healthy. But, yes, you can actually go out and catch an Oscar in Florida and keep him in an aquarium. I used to live in Florida, believe it or not. Ten years ago I lived in Tampa Bay, and I used to go fishing with my dad, and we used to catch tiger Oscars. And they're actually pretty cool looking down in Florida. They've got nice um, – high spot on their tail, and they look pretty cool. So if you do ever get a chance to go to Florida, catch one, bring them home, and quarantine with uh, quarantine the heck out of them. All right. Well, we've, re- we've reached the end of another fantastic episode. But before I end today's show, I've got a couple of announcements I'd like to make. This weekend on the Aquatic Wetline, we've got a couple of great shows coming up, and it starts this Saturday, Saturday, February 7th, at 8 p.m. Eastern, I'm going to do a show that's going to be controversial, and it's going to be on whether or not hybrids belong in the aquarium hobby. That's right, this Saturday, February 8th, 2014, oh my God, I said it again, that's right, this Saturday, February 8th, 2015, at 8pm Eastern, I'm going to be talking about whether or not hybrids belong in a hobby at 8pm Eastern, and this Sunday, February ninth, 2015, I'll be doing my fifth episode of Life in the Amazon, and that'll be on the reptiles of the Amazon. So join me this weekend for whether or not hybrids belong in the hobby, and life in the Amazon, reptiles of the Amazon. And then Wednesday, February 11th at 8 p.m. Eastern, I have a very special guest who is reuniting with the aquatic wetline. You guys do not know who this guest is, or you should not know who this guest is, but I am proud to have him reunite with the Aquatic Wetline this coming Wednesday, and he'll be our fifth guest in our series, Fish Keepers United. He has great questions for me, and I've got great questions for him, and I'm looking forward to that show this Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. And next Thursday, we've got our second episode of Oscar Cichlid Keeper's Hour. Next Thursday, February 12th, 2015, at 8 p.m. Eastern, I'm going to tell you how you can raise a juvenile Oscar. I'm going to teach you how to raise a baby Oscar to an adult Oscar. So next week's Oscar topic will be how to raise a juvenile baby Oscar. Now, I'm looking forward to next Thursday's episode of Oscar Ciclip Keeper's Hour as I teach you how to raise baby Oscars. This series is going to be great, and this was a great debut. I want to thank Jeff, I want to thank William T., and I want to thank that person that did call in tonight. I don't know what your name was, but I really loved and I really appreciated your call. So thank you, Jeff, and thank you, William, and thank you for that third caller for calling into the Aquatic Wetline tonight and our first Oscar Cichlid Keepers Hour debut. This was a great show. You callers made this great, and I as a host had fun hosting the show, having callers. This is this is why I love live episodes. This is great. I'm going to have guests on the Oscar Cichlid Keepers Hour shows. Believe it or not, I'm going to have other Oscar Cichlid Fishheads coming on here. So there will be other Oscar Secret Lovers coming on this series. Believe that. Alright. Thank you for listening to our debut episode of Oscar Cichlid Keepers here on the Aquatic Wetline. Please, pretty, pretty please, if you are on Facebook, I ask you to join my Oscar Cichlid group called Oscar Cichlid Keepers on Facebook. I'd love that. And in a couple weeks or so, I'm going to interview one of my administrators from this group right here on the Aquatic Wetline. All right, with that being said, go get yourself an Oscar if you're not keeping Oscars right now. But if you are keeping Oscars, go feed your Oscars some delicious treats and tell them about the Aquatic wet Line and the Oscar Secret Keeper's Hour right here exclusively on the Aquatic wet Line. I'm Oscar Alex and thank you for listening to the Aquatic Wet Line. Please share this link on your Facebook, Twitter, or Google Plus account. Tell your friends about it so that they can listen to the show and look for us on Google Plus, look for us on iTunes, and look for us on Stitcher Radio and Facebook. With that being said, have a great rest of your week and we'll see you on the weekend. I'm Oscar Alex and the Aquatic Wet Line is signing off. Good night everyone.
4: Thank you for listening to Aquatic Wetline, your one-stop podcast for everything aquarium. Aqua Alex wants to thank you for listening. Return next time for a fun-filled episode. Please check us out on iTunes. Leave a good review if you enjoyed it. And like our fan page on Facebook called Aquatic Wetline Podcast. And join our fan group called Aquatic Wetline Radio Fan Group on Facebook. Until next time, goodbye fish keepers. Thank on